Welcome to The Old Show with Jody Harrison Bauer and her daughter Lexi. Over the next hour, you will learn how to embrace the age you are now and have the knowledge to walk fearlessly into the next chapter of your life. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Old Show. I am so happy to have you join us. This is the show where we talk about aging because... You know, we're all getting older every single day, and we talk about the fears, the challenges, the joy, and the beauty in getting older. And I think for me, growing into the person that I want to be. And I think for everybody, it's it it's a little different. But I'm also joined with by my daughter, with my daughter, Lexi Harrison. Lexi, welcome. Thank you. I know I'm welcoming you like you are a guest here, but um, you could chime in at any time. Well, you're really digging into me not doing any work here. No, I know. Because, right, don't you agree that getting older, there are the fears, the challenges, the joys and the beauty. And sometimes, hopefully, all of those things bring us to a place where we feel fulfilled and purposeful. And for me, it's feeling whole. As I get older, I feel more whole. As a 30, as a 30 year old, do you feel like you are evolving into that whole human being? I'm certainly not there yet, but I feel like I'm evolving. And I have heard, I feel like, I don't know if it's because of the age that I am or was, but I feel like I have been hearing in the past couple of years, um, that your thirties are better than your twenties, which did make me feel better because I was very scared to enter my thirties. And then people started saying that and I started believing it. Um, so I'm getting there. I still feel a little bit like a lost 20 something, but only a couple months in. So we'll see. Right. You are, are you like looking at your phone right now as we're chatting? No. Oh, I saw you looking down. Um, <laughs> looking at myself. Oh, you look really good. I'm looking away. Darren oh. makes fun of me because I hate to look at myself at the gym. Oh, I, people go to the gym and they love to check themselves out. I despise seeing myself. I, I am the person who has my back facing my back facing the mirror because I know my form is good because you're my mother. So I don't need to check my form. And I just I don't like looking at myself in general and in the gym, like I've never looked worse. My hair is a mess. I'm not wearing makeup. My face is bright red. I'm making like, I'm sure I make disgusting grunting faces, but I don't know because I don't look. So this is not super pleasant. I'm trying to just Okay. No, you need to look at me when we're talking because we're having a conversation. So Lexi, let me just give you a little bit of background. This is the theme of the show is what I opened up with. And I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Jody Harrison Bauer and I am Lexi's mom and I'm 62 years old. And Lexi and I decided to create this podcast because we talk about getting older all the time. Everybody does. And there are always all these articles and information out there about what to do in order to stay younger, longer, feel your best as you age. And I think that with so much information out there, we just wanted to jump on and share our perspectives being 30 and 62 and the difference of opinions, perspectives, fears, and everything else I discussed. So uh, it's funny that you're talking. I disagree with you. I don't think that's why we started it. Why did we start it then? I think that we started it because my whole life, people have stopped you in the streets. Oh my God, you look amazing. You look so young. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Are you making fun of me? No, no matter (laughs) what age, no matter what age you were, I feel like you have always been, or like once you hit a certain age, I don't think people were stopping you when you were in your twenties or a teen, but let's say as long as I've been around, so your thirties on, people have been stopping you to tell you that you look amazing and ask what your workout routine is, what you eat, what your skincare routine is. And that's still very much going on today. You share a lot of that on your Instagram page. And there is a lot of noise around aging, but no, it's a lot of it is fear-based. And I don't think a lot of people are talking about the good parts of it. And there also aren't a ton of 
voices on the internet of women in their 60s, postmenopausal women, talking about what it's like. So it's a lot of um, millennials and elder millennials that kind of dominate the the space, social media um, space regarding aging. Mm-hmm. And while that's really helpful for people like me and the people younger than me, there's a whole group of people that then don't have that person who's already been through it to kind of guide them. And also with a positive spin to tell you, hey, it's not that bad. It's not that scary. But also if you are scared of wrinkles, here's the Botox. Like if like being honest about it. But I think the biggest reason is that there aren't a lot of people your age talking about this on the Um, internet. And I'm just here to kind of help balance. I see. Okay. So I, I do recall having that conversation with you. We have a lot of conversations. Lexi and I talk probably daily, um, unless you don't want to talk to me. So that happens every once in a while. I, of course, always want to talk to you, but You're right. And I think, I think, and we have discussed this briefly, but not on the show, that the reason that there are not a lot of voices on social media platforms, such as Instagram, maybe TikTok, uh, because women that are my age don't go on those platforms. However, I do think they're jumping on because as we, I don't know how long Instagram's been around 10 years, maybe, um, that the people that are on there are aging. Getting older. They're getting older. So they're talking about different things like the millennials who are now turning 40. Well, they're not millennials anymore, but the, the women that are turning 40 are talking about, oh my goodness, this is 40. But I do think that the, the boomers, they're there. I mean, if Zelda could find and listen to your podcast, then I think that the boomers can figure out Instagram and they have. So well, your career is Instagram. So I think there are certainly some of them out there. Yes, yes, for sure. And I have found, but I think that they're coming around that they're finding that, oh, somebody asked me, well, what's a podcast? Somebody who was about five years older than me. I'm like, it's like a radio show. So, oh, well, where do I listen to it? Well, have you heard of Spotify? Yes. Okay. So you go in there and you search this show. I have another show called Fearlessly Authentic also. So you go in there and you just search it. So yes, I think that because we are living longer, because we are healthier, that women, because we're because we're talking specifically about women, women want to feel young. They want, they want to feel their age. They want to preserve themselves. They want to preserve their mind, their body, their soul, because inside we still feel younger. And I think I could speak, you know, that way for many, many women. But then there are the women your age who, you know, I don't- Younger. Do you want to be younger? Is that what you just said? I said feel younger. Feel younger. Okay, why do you feel- preserve the youth. Right. So- I don't think anyone- who isn't a teenager is like racing to the next age. Right. Like I think by the time you hit 20 or let's call it 21, because people like to drink, you're like, I'm good. No one's really running to the next age. No. So, and and you do hear, you hear a lot of that on Instagram um, from the people being like, I'm embracing my forties. I'm embracing my thirties, my fifties, whatever. I think people embrace it once they're there. I don't think anyone is really sprinting towards the next age because they can't wait to be there. That's interesting. Yeah, I wasn't sprinting to turn 60. I wasn't like- You were, you were pretty annoying about turning (laughs) Well, no, because I like celebrating birthdays. But like- And that was a big milestone. It was like, what she got to hide? No, mom, you did a 60 day countdown to your 60th birthday. (laughs) 60 days is so long. (laughs) It was a it was a really long time of creating content for sixty days straight. That would be interesting. I know. Oh my goodness! I don't even can't believe I did that. You were really into turning sixty, but I think that's because you were like, "Look at me! I'm not what sixty looks like. I'm not your grandma sixty, which is right." And I wasn't like saying it like, "Look at me! Look at me!" I was like, "This is attainable." 
if you have this, 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 and this going on. And you didn't want to lie about your age, like some people we know. Who? I'm not going to say it on here, but a lot of people lie about their age. I'm trying to think of who you're referring to. Somebody we know. We can't do this in the middle of the show. Okay, okay. No, that's the thing about me because, all right, so when I was younger, I always looked younger. So when I started getting older, like mid-50s, post-menopause, I saw visible signs of aging. Like for the first time in my life, I looked at myself in the mirror and go, I'm getting older and I need to, uh, how do I slow down this aging process? Well, and you got really upset and people have still think that you look younger than you are, but in your fifties, people would tell you you looked like you were in your thirties. And now in your sixties, people are telling you that you look like you're in your fifties. No, I'm getting forties. Lexi, I am. I mean, I don't, I, I had a woman on Saturday night tell me that she thought I was in my 40s and she was. Okay, 60. I mean, I would love to look like you at 60. So. Right. I mean, it's a, it, but here's the point. The point is, I'm not trying to look younger. That's what I that started no, this whole thing off saying. Look, you want to feel like you. Right. And so if somebody gives me the compliment, oh, you look younger, I'm like, I'll take it. You know, I'm not going to say right. no. And so that's my said- point. You have said many times before, I don't want to look like my daughters. I don't want to look like I'm in my 30s. Like you're not trying to fool people. You just right the version of you that you feel most like probably doesn't look like a completely unaltered 62 year old woman. Right. And there's a point, there's a part of me that says maybe, you know, I am embracing the age that I am because I can't be younger and I don't want to be older. So I am embracing where I am now. And sometimes I think maybe I should just throw the towel in and just go, ah, but there's, there's, there's vanity, right? There's vanity. And like, we can talk very openly and frankly about side matching the inside. Right. So the vanity, I, I, I used to feel embarrassed that I wanted to look good. And a lot of women judged me so I felt shamed for it and I felt that you have felt that yeah but I don't care I'd rather look I'd rather look good or look what I think is good some people might think I'm what if if they said oh my god (laughs) no I don't know (laughs) no I I can't believe that (laughs) what that you're a diva (laughs) yes I'm a diva I'm your child but (laughs) I would rather do the things that I like to do to make myself feel good. That's a like confident one. Wear makeup. I wear I wear makeup more frequently than a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. So I used to sometimes be embarrassed about that. I don't care. I right. think my friends who don't wear makeup look gorgeous without makeup. I don't feel I I like the way I look better with makeup on. Yeah. And yeah. that's fine. I like the way my hair looks better when I color it. So I do that. And I, there have been times when I've been embarrassed of that, but now maybe, maybe this is my thirties, but now I'm like, I don't care. This is how I feel better about myself. And when you feel better, everything is better. So, you know, you've always been a little stubborn Um, and not like not stubborn, but like you've always known it's interesting because of the private conversations we have, but you've always been very, very um, strong on the direction that you want to go in. Really? Yeah. Believe it or not. Yes. Um, But going back to the aging and the judging of how, how we want to age, I think that's something that a lot of women who have been judged for looking good for their age have felt um, shamed. And I think that's really wrong. And I still, at 62, struggle sometimes with, well, I don't want to look that good because I don't want that person to not feel good. You know what I mean? Like dimming your light for another person. But I don't think I surround myself with those people anymore. Yeah, you do have a way of finding those people. But they talked about this on... 
the new Sex in the City, which I told you to watch, which you haven't watched. I thought, th- did they cancel it? I don't know, but there are, there are episodes coming out right now, the second okay. season. Okay, all right. I need to listen. All right, I'm writing I, that down so I don't forget. Episode, Carrie, who lost her husband, runs into this other woman who was from the original series, and she lost her husband as well, and they're talking about grief and dealing that dealing with that. And the woman says that the way she made herself feel better was to get a facelift. She's like, that's what I did to make myself feel good. You go do what makes you feel good. And you could see that Carrie, who, by the way, Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm sure has had some work done. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie's like judging her a little bit for the facelift, I think. Mm-hmm. But then Carrie goes shopping and she buys like 15 pairs of shoes because that's what Carrie Bradshaw does to make herself feel good. And it's kind of the same thing that we're talking about if I want to wear makeup to feel good about myself because that's how I feel like the best version of myself but someone else wants to not because that's how they feel like the best version of themselves like that's fine it's like how some women go gray and some women never would when you were talking about the (laughs) how sometimes you're like maybe I should just all let it go (laughs) and I thought about your mother who had her hair done and her nails done her whole entire life Mm -hmm. and when she was in a nursing home after being paralyzed from having a stroke, she stopped getting her hair colored for a little while. I don't know if it was by choice. No, it was during COVID. It was during COVID because she always had her hair colored. But she was so pissed in her 80s seeing that hair come through for the first time. She did not want us to see her with her roots showing. And, and her nails done. She would get her nails done too. She was still getting her nails done during COVID. Yes, she yes. In there who would do it for her. But the hair. <laughs> she slipped him a five. <laughs> <laughs> but like some people, it just doesn't work for her. She wanted to have her black hair. It was part of her identity. She probably didn't right. feel like her without her black hair. Not, I mean, She would have looked beautiful with gray hair too. That's just what felt like her. And you know, her whole life, I grew up watching my mom being judged for wearing bright colored clothes, driving a sports car. She was driving a Mustang and then a Corvette and all the other women her age, 60 and over were driving, you know, good cars like a Toyota Camry and a Honda Accord. Mm -hmm. And my mom would show up at the, right. My mother would show up at the country club and she'd drive up there in her yellow you know, Mustang and her quote unquote friends would be like, Rhea, don't you think it's time to like trade it in for, you know, a regular car? And she goes, this is my regular car. I know I'm so much like her in so many ways, right? She she was driving a yellow convertible until, until she had her stroke and couldn't drive anymore. So into her. No, no, no. She had the stroke. I mean, I'm sorry. She had the Mustang, the convertible, the Corvette, and then she had that other yellow car. Yes, but that's not really relevant to the people who don't know us. So I was okay. just expediting. Okay, okay, right. She drove a sports car. She was driving a yellow... a yellow sports car until she could no longer drive. Yes. And yes. I was recently telling someone about when you would show up to school in your, I believe it was a purple the... convertible. No, it was black BMW, a black what? BMW a convertible. Never, Alexis. Yeah. Alexis. I've it never like owned purple. a purple car in my life. That's disgusting. It, was, it wasn't purple. It was like a light, like gray, no. gray winkle. It sparkled. That was the expedition. That was that big freaking no. truck. No. Uh, Lexi, Lexi, I never. I had. Okay. You would after... show either way in your convertible and your little outfits and the, the mothers hated me and the boobs and the tight dresses and yeah, the mother. This was th- this was two thousand three, right? So I mean, the apple doesn't really fall far from the tree. So who do you think's going to be like me? Your other daughter. <laughs> you don't think you think you're going to be driving a regular car and show up with mom hair, whatever no, that but means? Not going to be the like slow motion scene pulling up and <laughs> getting out in my sexy dress. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be sexy, so. That's that's the whole thing. Really? I did it when you showed up to parents day at camp in your juicy couture terry cloth shorts and your white <laughs> with your new boobs. You weren't trying to be sexy. I wasn't. Okay. I was trying. OK, so let me tell you a story. You've heard this story before. And this is where this all stems from. 
when after I got divorced, um, 2000, we're talking 2003, 2004 to 2007. I feel like the dates aren't that relevant. How old were you? I was 42 to 46. Okay, and let's do it like- I, let's do it like that. Let's say 43 to 46 because it was three years. I decided um, I had been out of the I had workforce for years, even though I had been side hustling in the fitness industry, but I went all in for fitness and training clients. And then as a side hustle, um, I, well, the training was a side hustle, but the real hustle was I wanted to be a sales rep and that's where I was going to make my money. I'd never sold eyeglasses ever in my life at a huge territory. And um, I would go and I would make cold calls, which I love to do. People either hate it or love it. I love walking into someplace and introducing myself. And I would walk in, yes, with my tight dress on, high heels, hair extensions, boobs, the whole thing. My boobs were out, but they were there. And um, and I would come to the gatekeeper, which was usually oh, a Lord. miserable mid- middle-aged woman my age who was a single mom and just hated life, hated her job, hated her kids, hated her life. And I come in all perky and I say, hi, and I introduce myself and I'd want to speak to the person handling the eyeglass sales or the doctor. And they would always tell me that person was busy. And these were big. I needed, I really wanted to get these, get into these doors. And so finally I'm like, a light switch went off and I'm like, you know what, Jody, this isn't working for you try something else. So I decided to go in to these same couple of places where the woman was miserable and hated me and never let me come in. I walked in there with my hair a mess, no makeup, baggy, baggy dress, flat shoes. I don't believe you. Oh my God. I wish I could tell, I wish I could introduce you to these women and they let me in. But you know what bothered me about that, Lex? Like, even though I was able to get in, like it still brings back, like I get, I have PTSD from this because it's part of like my, my story is they judged me. didn't know me, didn't know that I could help their business or anything like that, but let me in once they didn't feel threatened by me. And, but what bothered me about that was that I wasn't being myself. I didn't use the word authentic back then, but I wasn't being myself. And I thought that's when, after a couple of years of doing it, I said, you know what? Enough of me wearing a mask every single time I go to make a cold call or I'm making sales calls because now I'm really dumbing myself down. Now I'm wearing a bag over my head, a baggy dress, long sleeves, like oompa loompa until I get in the door. And then once I get in the door, you know, I could start dressing, but it bothered me that I had to pretend, I not pretend that I had to dim my own light in order to get in. And that's when I said, this isn't for me, you know? And I think in so many times in life, like, have you ever felt like you had to dim your light for somebody else? No, I'm not one of those dim my light people. <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> You're so cute. I might be walking even, around to tell you even. Maybe everyone else can just relax. Um, No, I've never felt the need to dim my light. Well, how do you feel about people doing that? Like, like as your mom, does that make you feel sad? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's see. Yes, of course. But like, I I don't know. I'm not one of those people too much, so I can't really relate. But I think everyone should be able to have the space to be themselves. Right. That was, that's a very, that's a very good conclusion to this conversation. Um, I want to go back to talking about what you said at the beginning about how nobody's yeah, rushing. The, topic today, Mom. The, the topic was fear. Okay. Okay. Fear stops us. I did have, see, we are co-hosts, but I'm the one who has to come up with the content and I'm the one who has to come up with the theme of the show. So my theme today, wait, professional podcast this for three years. I don't, I don't sound like I am. Um, Make sure also, let me just throw this in um, that I, because I forgot to add in there uh, to please remember to rate review and subscribe 
give us a five-star rating and we would love to hear from you. So please comment and share with your friends because I think everybody needs to have these frank conversations about getting older, but fear stops us from doing things at any age. So I want to know from you, you're now 30. Do you think there's something you can't do that you're afraid to do now that you're 30 that maybe you should have done before you turn 30 or do you see anything getting in your way? I don't think that I needed to find a partner before 30, but I do feel now like the clock is ticking, which is stressful to find someone and have baby. Please please Um, don't think like that. (laughs) And I recently am still in the process of going through a career transition. And it does feel as though I can't, just do anything. I know that it's not too late to start from the bottom, but it does feel too late to start from the bottom, even though I know that's not true. Does that make sense? Yes. So in your mind, intellectually, you know that you can make a career change if you wanted to, kind of scares you. Intellectually, you know it's fine. You're still young enough. You're young enough at any age. But it's the probably the keeping up with the Joneses. I don't want to feel behind. I don't want to be making an entry level salary after not for this many years. I don't want to feel like I'm falling behind. So that I think is a big thing that you go through in your twenties. And I guess now thirties as think as like life is shifting a little bit later that I don't feel really happens at other ages because up until for the whole time that you're in school. So Mm -hmm. for some people that's until 17, 18, for some people it's 21, 22, 23, you're on the same path as all of your friends and all of your peers. You're all at the same stage. It's an Mm -hmm. even playing field. And then in your twenties, things start to go in totally different directions. Some people go to school for more time. Some people go for less. Some people volunteer. Some people get big jobs right away. Some people have to work their way up. Some people get married really young and start having kids. And so all of your friends that you and your peers that you grew up with, that you were always on the same page as start going off on different pages. And that's when you can start to feel quote unquote behind. Because if, for example, all of my, not all of my friends, but a lot of my friends right now are engaged or newly married. I don't really feel behind in that sense because I'm happy with the relationships that I've had. And I, I still feel like I have quote unquote enough time to get married. But I do feel like if I were to suddenly be starting, enter a completely new industry, which I don't want to do, I'm just using this as an example Mm -hmm. to start a completely new industry and start as an intern at 30 years old, I would be a little embarrassed. And I would feel like I did something wrong or like I fell behind or like I made a mistake and now I have to make up for it. So I think a lot of, I think fear and shame are probably very closely intertwined. And I think that that's very common, again, more so in your 20s and 30s than I think. I think once you're in your 40s and 50s, there's less of that comparison timeline and people are more off in their family or individual units than they are like got to be on the same page as the friend group as the group chat as like the college roommates it's just it's a little I, bit i didn't realize um and, you know obviously i know these things that you're talking about and thank you for sharing that no i really you're so cute i really appreciate it 30 is a great time to transition to a new career because it's a very normal time to change careers because you've, what are you laughing about? You're just it, giving mom advice right no, now. No, I'm really not. No, I'm really not. Think about it. There are so many things So we get out of college. We have a career. I can't speak for myself because I had your sister at 28 and I, I worked until I popped a month before I had her. So I worked for Did six you years that month before you had her. 
It's, I'm embarrassed to say, <laughs> I laid in the sun. I laid in the sun and I got the house ready. I mean, there's a lot to do before you have a baby. But, you know, your dad was like, yes, take the month off before you have the baby. I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. Like, oh, I love that. I'm, I'm here for it. I, I just, was- she, I was, she was born in June. It was great. I just laid in the sun. I had melasma all over my face and body. I was disgusting. I was just disgusting. Anyway, um, but I, I, you know, I think that whole I, you can't change your feelings, but I think that whole feeling of you need to be at this point doing this thing, I think 30 to me is a very normal time in a person's life to reevaluate where they are in their their workplace, okay? Or just their um, life in general. In their life. So if they've been in a relationship for five, six years and it's kind of hard to keep it going, maybe that's the time to cut it off. I think 30 is a beautiful, in your 30s for me, is just a really um, time for you to come together as a woman, figuring things like you're you're going to figure it out in your 30s. And that's the cool thing about being in your 30s. It's a very cool decade. It might be a little scary, but like every decade's a little you scary. Don't. What? Said unless you don't. Unless you don't what? You will figure it out. We all figure it out. But that's... Um, it's an int- not an interesting fear. It's a very normal fear. I was talking to somebody today before we did the show. I was getting my, yes, I do have lash extensions and I have um, gel nails because my nails are soft. I used to say, every I'm the most real person you'll ever meet except for my boobs and my nails. But now I have to say my lashes and my hair. <laughs> anyway. I should just retire that line. Exactly. So again, going back to you need to age the way you want to, and I shouldn't feel embarrassed to be a little vain. And I think that's what it comes down to. I think that's where older women my age judge women my age. It's they're like, come on, Jody, just just embrace your age. Like, let your hair go gray. Who gives a shit anymore? Well, I give a shit. I think my husband would give a shit. Like, I want to look at myself in the mirror and say, I like me. I'm a, I I I find myself okay, to but be. Then you don't like the gray hair. Some women rock the gray hair. Absolutely. I and I wish really good on some people. Right. I agree. I agree 100%. Okay. So going back to what I was saying about getting my nails done. So there was a 16 year old girl there, uh, the daughter of the woman who does my nails. And she is always come back with these big stories from the nail salon. Well, you know, women talk. It's a place where women talk. I'm not sharing names. Anyway, she's not in New York. No one talks. Everyone has headphones. She's beautiful. Um, and I said to her, I was telling her a little bit about like I had to get out of there by a certain time to fix my hair. And I said to her, she said, what's your podcast about? So I told her what I was doing with you. And she's, I said, do you I, do you have any fears about getting older? She's 16. She's going into her senior year of high school. And she said, now this is a girl who's literally drop dead gorgeous and fit everything smart. And she goes, well, I do worry about like what I want to do for a living. So even at at that young age, you still like worry slash fear about something in the future. So I think no matter what age we're... I wasn't de- I wasn't debating that, but I thought that was interesting because I would I when I was 16, I didn't worry about anything until that day. Oh, well, like I never worried about the future. I never. That's crazy. I was like pulling all nighters, writing term papers and like panicking about the rest of my life. So how nice for you. But do you think that's normal? Do you th- do you think I mean, so if we're polar opposites. I worry a lot more now because I have daughters and everything else. But like, a, a, even I think when I met your father, I didn't. Extreme. What? I think we might be two ends of the extreme. I think so too. Yeah. I think most 16 year olds are worried, but they're not like a ball of panic. Yeah. But the. Just- me being you being like, I never worried about anything until that. Like, what are you like a 
character in like a teen movie from the 60s. Oh. Look. Walk you in, flip my hair and everything's fine. <laughs> it kind of was. Honestly, it like, kind of kind of was that way. This is why women hate you. It kind of was that way. Yeah, I hate you now too. <laughs> um yeah. That's uh, anyway, for you. That was not my experience. No, I know. I raised you, and I don't know why you're like you are um, worried about. Here's my advice to you, Alexis: Stop worrying. It's not a phone call. We're still. I know. Stop worrying. All right. So I want to also talk about because we only have a few minutes left. Um, believe it or not, this has gone by very, very fast. Um, what do you? think about or what do your friends talk about do they ever talk to you about oh I'm getting older Lexi oh I worry about this do any of your friends who are the same age worry have concerns that you do I don't think anyone talks like that oh and older (laughs) (laughs) all right no no one talks like that um I mean people talk about like their bodies hurting more Oh, really? Not not being able to party like they used to, like not being able to drink as much or stay out as late. Right. Um, There's a lot of talk about Botox. Okay. I seem to be the only person I know suffering from gray hair at 30, although it started at 22, so I'm an expert now. Yeah, Uh, we get that from your grandmother. Yeah, the big topic of... 30s I think like aging wise has been fatigue and Botox stress not really not really no I mean I don't think obviously everyone's life is stressful in their own Mm -hmm. way but my friends are doing pretty well and okay so women my age don't necessarily share the things that they're worried about and don't share things they might do to themselves like botox fillers facelifts brow lifts hair extensions whatever it is uh they don't openly share it and what i hope comes from the discussions that i'm having on instagram TikTok, facebook and even on the show is that women do want to step up and share a little bit more than they than they are because I think women want to know I want women to learn that we should have a safe place to talk about I know that sounds very kumbaya but I really really wish for that like honestly like so you know that when I die when I die I wanted to say that I was the most wonderful mother and that I helped women you know really seriously no ask Frank Frank's my husband okay keep going I do think um, the younger the generation, the more open. So I, I do think it's different because it's less, I, I would say it's less quote unquote embarrassing to do things to look younger the younger you are. Like, I think there's less shame around getting Botox in your 30s than there is in your 60s, which doesn't really make sense. But I do think that's the case where I feel like if I compliment someone's skin or their hair or their lashes say like, oh thanks I just got Botox or oh thanks it's I got a lash lift they're not just like thank you like they're very quick to be like it's almost like when someone compliments your dress and you're like oh thanks it was on sale like like this like you like word vomit you have to tell them mm. and I I find that to be the case with people my age for the most part mm-hmm. yeah I think a They're lot not of coming out necessarily and being like hey just came from Botox but if they are then they'll tell you or if you compliment something they'll say oh it's this I like do if I say your lips look great they'll say oh I just got filler last week right and I do love that about your generation that it's kind of become normalized to okay I'm in my 30s I might need Botox um, oh, my lips are getting thinner. I might need filler and so on and so we forth. Want. We don't need, we want. Oh, no one needs talks. No one needs filler. We want it. Yes, yes. When I say they think they need it, 
it's a wad. I mean, some people do need Botox. See, <laughs> like I need it really badly right now. I haven't had it in nine months. You on the internet, and you're just what? That I'm trying to protect you. I know you are, but you know what? Here's the deal. Like, okay, they want. They don't need it. Nobody needs anything. You're absolutely right. Nobody needs anything. But people, what people do need, and this is something that I wanted to talk to you about, is in talking about some fears we have in aging is in your 30s, I think a lot of women start thinking about, as you just mentioned, Botox, preventative things as they age. So they say that if you start Botox at an earlier age, it prevents more lines from occurring as you get older. I don't have the scientific information in front of me. That's what I've heard. Yes, but I think... So we're focusing a lot on appearance. I think That's the biggest okay. fear for people in their 30s is more about time and life decisions and regrets and things like that than it is about beauty because mm-hmm. we're still beautiful. Pretty young. Mm-hmm. So I my fears about aging are much more related to how do I do things now to make sure that I have the life I want versus how do I do things now to make sure I like the way I look in 20 years? Like I'm much more worried about where I live and my career path and who I end up with than I am. What am I going to look like or getting preventative Botox. Okay. But in talking about preventative care, not necessarily Botox or filler or anything that, but also preventative care, like what you do, like working out, do you find that there, I know everybody's working out. I don't feel like I am not working out to not age in terms of preventative things that I do. I don't feel like any of it is preventative. I feel like most of it is retroactive. I have gray hair. I cover it up. It's extremely annoying. I have been trying to sleep on my back recently instead of my face because I'm a face sleeper and I know Mm -hmm. that causes wrinkles. Um, And I wear more sunscreen now than I used to. But again, I wear more sunscreen than I used to because I have melasma currently, not because I'm worried about wrinkles in the future. I am worried about wrinkles in the future, but it's so low on my list of worries. Mm. It's just not top of mind. I'm I'm much more worried about my job, dating. How do I build the foundation now for the life that I want to have in the future than I am worried about the appearance part of it. And therein lies the difference between a 30-year-old <laughs> and a 62-year-old. Because you know, you're kind of like, this is... This I'm is going out. <laughs> I'm starting to go out to the pasture a little bit. I'm starting. No, I'm like, you know I'm I like mean? on Yellowstone. I'm on the horse with Kevin Costner. And any plans for 20 years from now. Well, that makes me so sad. You're going to make me cry. I think I've cried in every episode with you so far. So I'm not going to cry this one. Uh, uh, no, I'm not making. No, I'm not making plans for 20 years from now, but I am going to live until I'm 120. But uh, we'll see. That's how that fine. But I don't think you're going to move to a new state and start a new career in 20 years. Are you? Are you? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I could. Because you could. if you told me that I would be doing what I'm doing right now at 55, I would have said, what? No way. I, well, would... and I don't feel that, that the decisions I make now I'm stuck with forever. But I do realize that the decisions I make now very much impact the rest of my life. Like right now. I am 30 years old, single, living in New York, running my own business. I could go anywhere. Like I have no idea where life is going to take me. Whereas you have a a couple more roots, a couple more things tying you down than I do. Like I I have literally no idea where this could go. What's tying me down? My children are grown. What's tying me down? (laughs) That, that, That didn't make any sense. Your husband? Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I could go wherever I want to go. He can follow me eventually. But yes, other than that, um, I don't have I don't have any more family here. My children are grown. So 
Yeah, you still haven't moved to Florida. Interesting. What's up? I said, yet you still haven't moved to Florida. Because I'm not sure where I want to live. There's a part of me that just wants to move to Italy. Okay. Into Italy. I would love that. Into one of the, um, oh, remember I talked to you about those blue states? The what blue do you mean in Italy, mom? Fish, fresh vegetables, wine. Like, hello. It's, uh, it's beautiful there. Okay, so, to Italy. I'll come visit you in the summer. I, I mean, I am almost thinking that, like, forget Florida. Everybody's in Florida right now. Why would it? Why do I want to go where everybody is? I don't well, really like everyone's in Italy you, right now. Well, right this moment, yes, right this moment in the month of July, every the world is in Italy. Yes, I understand. In August, the law be in Greece. So, I, I'm just saying that overall, for me. What I wasn't thinking when I was your age, yes, we were in different situations. I had a child already and I was married. So I had a different type of outlook on life. You were married with a house and a child. You were kind of like living in suburbia. Right. Right. I have not yet reached the point. I guess that's more what I'm saying. So let's take you at 30. You have a child. You're trying for a second. You own a house. I think your husband was in law school. You were kind of like, this is it. Like, this is where we live. This is what we do. This is life for probably the next 20 years. Right. Right. I have not yet reached that point where I'm like, this is my life. I still feel like I'm building up to it. So. And I think, I think that's so exciting. Um, I do. I think to me, like, I'm excited for what you, what's next for you. I, and so it's, I am, I mean, and, and the, like I said, the thirties, that whole decade is a really cool decade. I think you really, as much as you think that in your twenties, you're starting to figure things out. I think your twenties are all about experiences leading you to your thirties, where you figure it all out and you start becoming really who it is that you like being and having those people around in your life. And it's a really fun time. It just gets more and more fun as you get older. We are almost done. We have a couple of minutes left, but I did want to throw in, this is a point I've been trying to make. Um, God bless you. Thank you. Is, oh, I couldn't even hear you sneeze. I held it in because we're on a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, they take it out. They could edit it out. Um, the other thing that I wanted to add as uh, more of a preventative thing, we could get into it on another on another show we, I think we touch on it like every show is that um, fitness, working out, you started it at the beginning of the show, working out has always been a priority for you. And although you didn't start working out because you thought, well, I want to prevent osteoporosis, <laughs> I do want to say that, you know, start working out as as early as as is safely for you to work out. Uh, after you've gone through puberty, it's a good time to start doing weight bearing exercises because it does help you age more healthfully as as you as you get older. It does help prevent um, injury and osteoporosis. For me, as an aging woman, one of the biggest fears that I always heard from my clients, and now that I'm 62, is you know the fear of falling. And I'm so glad that I've been working out for over 40 years and you will be too, Lexi. So that's a a PSA about working out and having a healthy lifestyle. Uh, Osteoporosis is not really on my radar currently. No, it wasn't on mine either. I just worked out because I really just loved the way it made me feel internally and externally. So um, I think we have touched upon our fears. I think, I think fears is always going to come up in every episode because I think that there is um, always some type of fear of what's next, right? What's next. And we don't always know what's next. For me, I get excited about, oh, what's around the corner. That's cool. That's exciting. I think what we're learning is you're not normal. That's not fair. I, I I do get excited, but it it is hard for me to end things. Yes, you're very okay. Okay, so we're 
So you're very good at ending things. I wouldn't say very good. Better than me, that you have to push me. I, for me, I realize when things are ending in overall life, things, relationships, whatever. And it takes me a long time to let go. Yes. And, but when I do, because I knew deep down to always trust your gut. So I want to leave you with that. You could say something about, we have one minute left. No, mom, why don't you tell everyone where they can find us? No, why don't you do it, Lexi? Come on. It's your job. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to thank you all for joining us today to the old podcast. We are Lexi Harrison and Jody Harrison Bauer. You can find me at Jody Harrison Bauer on all my social media platforms. You could also find us on YouTube at Jody Harrison Bauer. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I think that's it. I always forget one thing. Is that it? Found it all this time. Good job. Wow, look at that. Okay. We let the pros do it. Thank you so much for joining us and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Old Show with Jody Harrison Bauer and her daughter, Lexi. We hope today's episode has helped you understand that being old is just another chapter to live through. Another chapter worth embracing because each day we get older, and that is a privilege. Until next time, have a beautiful week. Please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out on all social media platforms at Jody Harrison Bauer and at The Old Podcast.